<laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, I'm back this week and joined by. What do you want to be, Freddie? You formidable? Would you say that? Uh, I, I'm Freddie, reality diamond, whatever you want to call me. Really. Yeah, but I was going to say the formidable Freddie, or like, I don't know. No, you don't need to do that. Impressible. No, okay, just Freddie. I'm here with just Freddie. Just yeah, Freddie. Just, just Freddie. AKA cool. reality diamond, AKA. What are you? We wouldn't call you the bone carrier. Are you a bone? Are you you are a carrier of said bones? I would. say. I'm a bone carrier. I'm someone that loves getting involved in it all, and I'm not one of these people that are just <laughs> going to say something because other people want me to. I'm going to find out the truth, and I'm going to let everyone know what the truth is. And you do. We're not, not... Because we're not a neutralist podcast or channel here. What are we? Well, 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 we're I the said bone this in the collectors, last... we're yeah, the bone I... collectors, the bone and the realists. Yes, and I and anyone that listened to my last episode, you know exactly. And if you don't remember what I said in the last episode, you know, get do me a favour and listen. Go back and listen to that episode first, and then listen to this because I made it quite clear in my stance in Bravo, NBC, and Lord Cohen at the moment. Um, so we were just having a little bit of a chat. Um, we'll just go straight into it. We were just having a bit of a chat about Celebrity Big Brother UK, which airs here tomorrow. And uh, we were just talking about the casting of it, which is actually quite lacklustre. But we'll just to give you some context, we were saying, uh, well, in our, our, my opinion, it's lacklustre. But they've, the rumours are they've got done Louis Walsh, who is on our version of The X Factor, Sharon Osbourne, who has been doing interviews recently and talking about what happened with her at the talk as well oh god i could really go down a deep dive with you right now freddie about julie chen and julie chen's press tour that she did only a few months ago when she did you see her when she was on what's what happens live and they made her oh yes i remember that and how they let julie chen go around every interviewing she was being in she was going on every legacy media in america and going there were two women that wanted to get me fired and she just let the internet kind of do the job the the guessing and yeah yeah and um yeah and all this kind of stuff that's the point why not leah remini wouldn't have leah remini wouldn't be wouldn't leah remini been brilliant on celebrity big brother uk leah leah remini would have, would been, have been really fucking interesting brilliant and I think they still should. I think they still should have casted Brandy Glanville. So, OK, so listeners, we were just saying that apparently Brandy was rumoured. Brandy Glanville was rumoured for UK celebrity brother. But due to the which now, which lawsuit is this <laughs> where you said she was she got the maybe the casting pulled? Is it the lawsuit for Girls Trip or the lawsuit that she's now started? <laughs> No, um, it's for the lawsuit that's going on that Caroline Manzo suing Bravo because of Brandy's alleged sexual assault. Right. So, okay, so the theme of this the talks episode... With, what I'll say is, uh, Stephen, is the talks with, with um, Big Brother broke down before right. Brandy filed the lawsuit against... Bravo, and I think the reason, yeah, I think basically Brandy's sort of been like, shit, I can't even get work in England now either. So yeah. my only way of getting some cash is suing Bravo. Well, she would have got work in Australia. She could have gone and done the Australians. I'm a celeb. They wouldn't give a fuck. And they filmed the Australian. I'm a celeb is filmed in Africa. And I would say, um, yeah. Oh no, no, oh no, it's been no, no I think because it's, it's, I think well, they've the... cancelled it. I think they've cancelled it actually. Yeah, because they did like 
they did do they did take a few of the um Towie lot and Geordie Shaw lot to go well, on they, to the Australian. They love jo- um, Australia loves Geordie Shaw. It's one of the most watched programs along with Kardashians over there. Because didn't they because ha- didn't both um what's her name? Charlotte Crosby and Chloe Ferry both do the Australian Big Brother. I think not, they... not, not Big Brother, I mean sorry, the Australian I'm a celeb. Yeah, and all of the boys have all got kind of brand deals over there because they all kind of fit in with that bro-y kind of Bondi bro-y look. bro laddish, yeah, yeah. yeah let's yeah. let's get some titties and yeah, yeah, yeah. They they all on the streets. Yeah, so they kind of they 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 they're really popular over there. And like, obviously, I, I I I think I think I saw a picture for the new Geordie. The Geordie Shaw's still going, and now they've moved it into they've all got kids i don't actually know what i don't actually want to know what the show's premise is right now no nor do i i love i loved it when i was like 12 or 13 i loved it when holly had red hair that they were the golden years for me when yeah had the red hair that's the beginning days were golden but now it's just it's too script it's with all these things once it goes on a bit it gets a bit too scripted and far too manufactured so the theme of today's episode is last week i was talking to you about uh well last time i recorded i might i wanted to kind of touch on some of the hypocrisy and some of the plot some of the issues with producer producers and production and some of the smoke and mirrors that they were having to do because let's be real bravo slash nbc is not having a great time in the media reputation wise is it and today's theme is really lawsuits because there's so many to talk about i don't think i've ever known how many lawsuits are so let's god yeah I know. when we Let, let's when go I, through them so we've got obviously well let's erica's try. gonna have to go for trial for the yes. marco marco so let's, stuff let's and... talk about that one first because me and you haven't talked about that before we, i pressed record finally and I'm going to point some people to some uh, to some very if you are interested in hearing a different side to these things, I will point you in the direction of a couple of content creators who are really good at covering what's happening with her. And then also, Freddie, I'll kind of give you a bit of context about this whole thing. Me, me and you were talking about this as well, where we think we would what I thought was really interesting here was where we started to question how much of the cast of Beverly Hills what these women have been sat and talked and told what they can and can't say and how they need to play ball because it's the only franchise at the moment where they've got these kind of issues where they've been sat down about Anna Marie's behavior on camera what they were allowed to say in press and PR after that they were obviously instructed what was going to air they were probably instructed what wasn't actually more importantly they were obviously instructed what wasn't going to air, aka we're not airing that night in Beverly Hills, uh, Barcelona. Sorry. Yes, we're cutting that whole night out. So if you are not, if anyone, but I, but if we think back to, do you remember when? Um, who was it that was on Jeff Lewis? Was it one of the? It was Margaret Josephs, and there was the woman from Bravo there, and she was heard saying to Jeff, "You can't ask about this and that." And I think, I imagine Beverly Hills have got the same kind of thing happening with them that people are being told. Yes, you I can't can imagine ask, so. 
Yeah, this is the. I this mean, is listen, the... they're very, very controlling of what people are allowed to say. So I guess for, for us, we're not in the pockets of them. So we say what we want, how we really feel. But I think others who are, you know, getting the free tickets to BravoCon and getting the exclusive interviews, they are controlled and sort of told what they can and can't say, what they what they can ask, etc. Yeah. Or if they they make these they they're super fans of particular people. So the like I've said his name before. So like Zach Peters, like literally has got a, t- a timeshare of Erica Jane's haggard old fanny. And like he lives there probably rent free. Well no, she probably would charge him rent because she needs the money. <laughs> So, you know, and you know, he was. Imagine if we inter- did find that out. What? Well, he, he got rents he, the, he rents the spare room in Erica's little house. Can you imagine? Like he probably well, he's dyed his hair. On I can't even go into that group of content creators now because they're no, just and no. You know, I, I, my theory is it's never worth naming names of these. Well, people. no, because you don't, it's not hard to find them. Some of them work for Page Six or whatever, and they all suddenly then you see them post on their Instagram that they're suddenly comedians. They're all doing open mic nights, and then you just realise they live in Beverly Hills. They're just they're in LA, and they're just trying to do whatever they can to become as famous as they can. You know. They're not getting no. cast on a TV show, so what else are they meant to do? And they want to start carry on living there, so they'll get a kind of interviewing job on TV. Then all of a sudden, you know, they start posting. They do improv shows and they do comedian nights all together. So now they're suddenly doing stand up. <laughs> you're like, you're like, right. So now you you do stand up, open mic nights together. Whatever. It's just I'm just like okay, but so, um, sorry for the clap there, Erica Jane, Freddie, take it away so er, news for everybody here erica jane has had some bad news which shockingly andy knew at the reunion all of the women know and you ex you go i want you to take it away from now and explain what's happened to erica go okay so um i'm sure steven's talked about it on here before but Erica had um, issues with this designer. So she worked with this designer who's known as Marco Marco. Uh, I think his name is Chris P- Pacilia. Is that how you say it? Chris Pas- I thought Marco is Marco and the partner is Chris Pacilia. Oh, yeah. So, yes, yes. that's correct. So, yeah, and Marco, Marco was Chris- on the first series of a prime design show called The, the Take or The Cut Under The Cut. He's on that first series. So that came out during lockdown. He was one of the contestants in that as well. Yes. And so she had bought a lot of um, outfits off off them, off the company to for, you know, tours and things like that. Um, And then it seems that she wasn't um, she she paid for them, but clearly she didn't really have the money for it. So suddenly, all of a sudden, Marco Marco has the secret services coming to his door you know, claiming that he overcharged Erica, he's stolen from her and things like that. Um, And so now what's happened is Marco Marco's denied that and saying, well, Erica's used the powers that Tom Girardi had with his influence to basically pay the Secret Service to 
try and get him to give back money that actually is rightfully his and he is rightfully owed that money but we did get some great news um at the end of february on february the 28th um (laughs) and ronald richards on twitter and it's on a few law sites so but february the 28th was the official day that it was confirmed Right. But Erica Jane has lost her bid to strike a lawsuit that is accusing her and Tom Girardi um, of and bribing, of and bribing like... a former U.S. Secret Service official to pursue false charges oh. of credit card fraud, fraud against Marco Marco. So what's happened is U.S. District Judge Michael Fitzgerald found... Um, the other day on Tuesday, that designer Christopher Pasilia established the probability of prevailing on his claims against Erica Girardi. He ordered Erica Girardi, who was denied the claims, to file an answer by March the 19th. And apparently this ruling is said to be a significant step forward, holding the defendants accountable for their conduct that directly resulted in Chris being wrongfully accused for nearly five years um, is what his attorney, Marilyn Bednarski, um, said in a statement. So Chris has um, alleged, basically, that Tom Girardi conspired with the Secret Service's Los Angeles office chief, Robert Savage, to weaponize the agency, more or less, by maliciously prosecuting uh, Chris Pasilia over legitimate charges he billed Erica for in 2015 and 2016. Yeah. Uh, so Chris uh, said that Erica allowed him to charge between $800,000 and $900,000 on her credit card for clothing and other services. Now, the Girardis allegedly worked with Savage and other agents within the force to pursue false criminal claims that would help the financially struggling couple recover the money um, Chris Pasilia charged from American Express. Just now, note, Pasilia, before you, hold on, hold on, just explain who Savage is, because he's very important. So you just, who, who's Savage? Savage so is Savage, the... So Savage is the, um, he's someone that was a retired person that worked in the, uh, Secret Service Los Angeles office. His wasn't name the, Robert Savage. Yeah, wasn't he? He's not the one that's on camera at the dinner scene, is he? That's not him. That's the ex chief of police. Is that that's the ex? Yeah, different person. Yeah, that Who, wasn't. Aren't him and Savage connected? Isn't that the the spin or something? Wasn't there the is a, police? There is a spin, but the LA chief of police guy. For the moment, from what I've seen, I don't believe is connected or has certainly he's not been named as of yet in the whole Marco Marco uh, lawsuit thing. Yeah. Okay. yeah, go on, carry on. Sorry, I just waited because you just said savage and people wouldn't have known who he was. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. so, yeah. So. Yeah, so Chris Basilia was indicted in 2017 uh, on wire fraud, uh, as well as aggravated identity theft charges. And the charges uh, were actually dropped in 2021. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, and then those charges were dropped, obviously, 
uh, and his and Chris Basilia's lawyer at the time said that he was wrongly accused for nearly five years. Um, and so, yeah, so it seems that, yeah, Chris or Marco Marco has told uh, diametrically opposed versions of the underlying events, said Erica Girardi's lawyer, Evan Borgs. Uh, and Evan alleged, actually, that uh, Chris Basilia had previously admitted to making unauthorized charges to Erica Girardi's credit card. And the government's decision to drop the charges against him is not an exoneration, is what Erica's lawyer tried to argue. So this Chris Savage guy, the corrupt, um, the corrupt agent and two other service agents sued uh, by Chris Pasilia, uh, Kenneth Henderson um, and Steve Scarrins have denied the claims uh, and have asked um, someone called... Fitzgerald, who was, oh yeah, the judge, to basically dismiss the lawsuit. Mm. So, thank you. So let's just go through what Freddie said there. So let's, you if you picked up on it, Freddie said that this happened to them on 2017. Is that right? And, um, then, it got, and then it got clear. I'm just trying, what yeah. I'm trying to talk about is this, there's this five-year period that this designer, 2015 and 2016, right. the charges were made. And well, then, there we go. And then it lifted in 2021. Is that right? Cecilia was then, yeah. And then he was indicted for wire fraud in 2017. Right. So we've got this five-year period, people. So during this five-year period, they had, now, here's some more context for you. So thank you, Freddie. There's that legal side. Now let's give you some context of who Marco, Marco and Chris are. So if you imagine in Beverly Hills in LA, Marco, Marco, and by the way, Mikey Minden and Layla have also been noted in this case as well. They are also being sued by Chris and Marco. So because if you look at what Mar the proof that Marco and Chris have, a lot of the outfits and the requests and the designs was also funneled through Mikey and Layla so they were in the vicinity of kind of they know they basically would have known if there was something fishy going on with you know wire fraud and so forth so they've been named too so Marco Marco and Chris are one of the biggest designers in Los Angeles and make have made outfits for many different celebrities and are practically have clothed they clothed RuPaul they work with drag nearly all of the RuPaul's drag race girls and this is right Freddie isn't it part of what happened here was their their uh, Beverly Hills um, what do you call it studio was raided and it was raided in broad daylight okay now also what year did she join the beverly what year did she join beverly hills freddie was it 2018 uh, oh no she joined um no when did i think she joined in 2016 right so if we put this into she context joined, i i know she joined in uh season six i think it was right so if we put this into context, Beverly Hills, L.A., WeHo is not a big area, is it, Freddie? No. This and there is not one wife that wouldn't have heard 
what Erica had done to Marco Marco, especially when you think of glam, hair, makeup, Vanderpump. They all would they all would have heard what had happened to Marco Marco and that Tom and Erica had done it to Marco Marco during this five years. He was sent. He was locked up, wasn't he? Didn't he get put in prison for a bit? I don't know. Um, yeah, he, he may in, have done. Yeah, no, he was. This is all on Housewife and the Hustler too. They lost their ability to adopt. They they had that stripped of them. Uh, while he was in prison, I think he his they had two family members die. He was not able to see them. It they had a nervous he had they both had nearly a nervous breakdown. They nearly lost their business. They absolutely destroyed Erica and Tom absolutely ruined these these people's well lives. and their credibility because yes. basically no nobody in Hollywood was wanting to touch them with a barge pole. Yes. But because they but, thought because Erica at the same time the thing is is that yeah they, because Erica was on Beverly Hills and had lots of influence. She was basically saying, "Yeah, you know, Marco Morante and Chris Pasilia, who are the owners of Marco Marco, are fraudsters." Is what she was doing, and that you know, not all of these people were aware that Tom was actually the real fraud, as is Erica probably yeah, as well. So, this was what was quite interesting to me is that you know that because really. People did carry on working with Marco um, and predominantly in the queer community. They did. So like RuPaul, um, any of that, they everyone kind of watched what she had done to them. And um, what I found really interesting about finding this out was is everyone knew she'd done this. They all knew that she had done this and had done it, you know, whether they truly had asked her. It's, they would have known that she had done this. Now, what happened was she apparently and Tom, I heard this last week uh, by the documentary makers of the House of Hustler 2, because they did an interview with Willem and and Alaska from Drag Race. And Willem went viral because of what he said about Erica on their podcast. It started to go viral. And I sent it to Dana because what I said was um, was when the actual community starts to talk about what they think of her and her her name is dirt in weho and so is mikey minden's mikey minden's name is absolute filth in weho and it's just really interesting to kind of think that that they must have heard whispers that she'd done this shit or she'd done it and then think about it in 2021, when he it, apparently it just the case got just dropped. It even though Erica's lawyer said what you just said, it doesn't mean they're exonerated. There was no real reason, and I would say to everybody, you need to if you have if you can in America watch the Housewife and the Hustler do to get a bit more context on this. But apparently they got sued for hundreds of hundreds of thousands, and then the case dropped to tens of thousands. So initially yeah. she went and said they scammed me of 800 grand. Then in court they tried they would the amount the amount suddenly dropped to only tens of thousands. Which kind of doesn't really add up to me how that amount went from the 800 because guess what 
next plot twist, Erica and Tom got this money back from American Express. They got the 800 grand back. They got it back. Yeah, they had it all re- they had it all re- Express yeah, and now the had, main people, yeah, the main had, bank suing them because they know that this and many other things they've sort of tried to claim that they paid or they got stolen and basically said oh amex can you pay us back because i think amex do have a thing of if you if someone like steals your card yeah amex automatically pay you the money back so yeah they got it back so they still took marco and chris to court even though they recovered the funds now the thing was Part of Erica's defense here, Freddie, is, is that apparently she had a similar issue with another. She took, she half admitted she had another issue, and I can't remember what it was, of, where she also wore a wire with something else, and that she got helped by the Secret Service as well. And they'd helped to recover money from there as well. She did it with someone else. Oh yes, I remember that. I remember this because she mentioned it. That's what uh, she mentioned on, in Aspen. On that's Beverly what, Hills yes, in, in, in Aspen. So because, um, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So her excuse, her lawyer's excuse and defense is A, well, her defense is well, I went to the Secret Service last time I did this, inadvertently saying that she obviously had a thing, whether it was Tom that told her how to do it or what to do, she obviously had a habit that she would, on credit card charges, be able to use services. It was... Oh, what the fuck so, was yeah, it? Yeah, because it got confirmed by an attorney in, in yeah. 2020... Yeah, by Ronald Richardson in, in 2021. Um, so... It was yeah, so, you, so after was being was... alerted... So after being alerted to past footage of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Ronald revealed on Twitter that the case involving Erica wearing a wire was dismissed uh, back in September 2021. Sharing about the case on a podcast, he also confirmed that this Fed case was unrelated to the separate ongoing legal scandal involving Erica's estranged husband, Tom. Uh, This is uh, unrelated to any legal matter we are counseled for. This is the clip that uh, triggered our review of this matter, Two Truths and One Lie, and on May the 26th, 2021. If this was true, we had some concerns. We will now share. Uh, And Ronald basically told people uh, on September 30th, along with a clip of, um, yeah, the show. So it does seem as that... yeah, it doesn't seem that it related to anything to do with Erica uh, or Tom's current lawsuits or with the no, Marco. No, it was her Marco the, her defences, her part of her defences for going to the Secret Service for Marco Marco. What is, well, I went to them last time. That's what. So um, I'll send you a link, by the way, to the interview on YouTube with the makers of the documentary so you can just see what they said because they kind of break this down so anyway what we're trying to bring you into light here is is that ultimately and we've called i've called i have wondered why the network are keeping her on there and they keep her on there because they obviously again this is not 
this is news to all of us, but the industry talks. Marco Marco was really well known amongst the industry. There would have been people that would have heard that she'd done this to them. And that, and then they would have heard back in 2021 that would, they would have come out. Do you not think Marco Marco would have been like, we got, it's been dumped, we, we've been cleared, blah, 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 blah. And then people would have either started working with them again or whatever. Or, um, and I know it sounds weird, RuPaul is friends of Andy Cohen. And RuPaul never stopped using Marco Marco. But RuPaul, at the same time, he never was. He never stood up for Marco Marco, did he? He never stood up for that brand. He never stood up for Chris or Marco. Well, I think this, but this is, is the thing with these people and where people like RuPaul and yeah, he wears cool clothes, but he's fake. He's a typical American Hollywood fake. So let's move. If we then talk about the next element of this, which is ultimately what we and Freddie are related about, is they are going to have, and I've, they are going to have their time to say what she did. Now, her lawyers are going to try and blame Tom. And ultimately, they still might be able to pin it on Tom, but this is going to give the green light, I would assume, because this is what I'm, this is my issue with Beverly Hills right now. It's all been very, very controlled. The women have all been on lockdown. And, and I know those producers are going to give the green light to Garcelle and probably Sutton and Crystal, because um, Kyle's not doing it. Maybe even Dorit will end up because she needs something to do. She probably won't do it to cut Erica, though. She'll probably just no, stay. No, she's too scared of Erica. Yeah, but she's they're going to whisper and say, you can now bring this up and give Erica a hard fucking time. You can do it. And ultimately, that's the only way they're going to make the next season any good because they need yep. to. They're going to have to get. They're going to have to get on Erica's ass about it. Like they're now going to be able to pretend and say, "Well, I was talking to you know." It's it's inevitable, and the thing is, reputationally, this is going to put Erica back really badly. Sorry. Yeah, I mean this, and, and this is why the whole—I think they knew this was coming, and which is why this season they've made—they made a real effort to try and change her image. Of you know, oh, she's not going to get angry, she's not going to shout at people, yeah, type of thing. Because I think the season we've just had, for me, seems to be the first season where Erica's actually realised that she's not safe from all of this and that she's gonna she's not gonna be able to run away from this for long and Aye. as ronald richards has said as many you know all the attorneys that are suing erica and things that are representing victims you know erica can only fight for so long and once the money runs out erica won't be able to fight any of the, any of these lawsuits any longer you know, well, it's amazing. It, it, until these sugar daddy benefactors and Tom's friends start, you know, once they run out of money to or refuse to fund Erica anymore, she's screwed. So what... And, what, and the other thing with this Marco Marco lawsuit going to trial, what it is going to prove is that Erica knew that they they were running out of money. There were money issues. Because yeah. as we know, Erica is in, was insisting 
you know, when the whole Tom Girardi stuff came out originally, that she had no idea that there were issues with money or that he wasn't getting money from, you know, in a legitimate way, etc. Yeah. Yeah. That's this is the thing. It's all very which I don't which I kind of am starting to feel a bit uneasy about because I was like when I realized the timeline of when this happened and all this stuff, I just thought, surely then I was like, I was like, well, of course, surely when you heard this, you would, it would make, how did Lisa Vanderpump not hear that she'd done this? You know, um, how did none of them not hear that she'd done this to, oh, hold on. Let me just pause. I think someone's the dog. Hold on. Let me, how do I pause? Oh, hold on. I think there's someone at the door. Do I need to press stop recording? I don't want to stop recording. Sorry, everyone. My Merlin, be quiet. I'll cut that bit. Okay, sorry, that was a delivery. Amazon. Um, right, so sorry about the dog. I'll cut that out. So yeah, I just find it really interesting that there's this whole timeline, there's this whole rumors, there's these whole whispers, and then they're not really rumors because you know that everyone would have known that this had gone down. Everybody, nearly everybody would have heard. I mean, you know? they all talk about the fact that. Loads of people talk about the fact that they knew that Erica didn't have the money that her and Tom claimed they had. But I, I don't know. I mean, even Sutton, you know, she said, oh, yeah, there's talk that Erica didn't have all this money. But she's never gone as far to say, yeah, we knew about the whole Marco Marco stuff happening. Well, they, they obviously are going to be able to, because also, do. I don't know I mean, how... Andy Cohen cannot be seen to be covering up what's really going on in their lives. I mean, if he's going to do that, it's like he's begging to lose another 50% of the viewers or something. Well, also, when we put into context as well, when they filmed the reunion, Tom had been found competent. Now, I did see in the reunion trailer... You see Erica kind of make a comment to Crystal like, oh, she reckoned she's saying that he knew what he was doing or something. So I don't know what the context of that chat is fully, but there's obviously some sort of um, thing said between, you know, Andy might is obviously going to bring up that he's been found competent, yeah. which which is even actually worse for her because she's been saying as well that he's got dementia and again um it, i don't know how deep they're going to go into it but it's another big issue for erica's reputation because if they go if marco marco get to go to court and this is what i'm saying so they, do, no, they do get to go they do they, get yeah. to go to court so they are going to go to court they're going to say exactly what she's done they have literally got messages they've got all of the orders they built the brand they built the whole brand of Pretty Mess with her and with Mikey. Um, for Mikey to stand and watch her do that to them as well. 
Yeah, I mean, I've noticed no one seems to be using him because... Paris Hilton do- uses him. Pa- Paris Hilton's using Mike Mickey. Paris, he is in Paris with Love I season two. I couldn't see liking that. Well, do you not remember the rumours that the rumour was that Kathy was really unhappy with Kyle keeping company with Dere- with with Rinna and with um Erica because of the reputation yeah. because of the brand damage it was going to cause them. She didn't like them and what they were going to cause her. And that was obviously because they probably had heard well they probably heard of what Rinna was doing um, with leaks and everything, you know, notice hardly anything leaked this year. The only reason the stuff with Anna Marie came out was because Anna Marie's um, posts were there and didn't get deleted. Yeah. And again, like we talked about with vetting and uh, casting. So, and then obviously Anna Marie's husband makes a YouTube channel. So he's saying these things. So yeah, like it, anything, it's all nothing, there in view. But again, you know, it's public knowledge. Yeah, but the way that the thing was, they the reason we're not going to go too much onto Anna Marie because I talk or eight point five as I call her, I dead name her. Oh I, yeah, I know so many people that call her that now. Yeah, so if you think about, like for example, everyone, if you think we and Freddie were talking about this, and I think I mentioned this, they cut out a whole night out of Barcelona, but the internet doesn't lie because they. The women, this is where they fucked up because the women were allowed to post there in Barcelona. Then obviously production and the NBC watched what they were all arguing about in Barcelona or they were holding Anna Marie to account and they made the decision for the cutting room floor. We're going to miss that out. But that doesn't then stop that maybe four months ago, one of the women posted that they were out in Barcelona that night. The audience are not stupid. And well, they, they add these things up and they go, where on earth have you just, what on earth happened that you cut a whole night of a trip out? And then Salt Lake has to show every night they're out. OC gets to show every night that they're out. They're all, all the other, all the other franchises don't seem to have this. Um, pr- I'm going to say the word privilege. <laughs> No, they don't because because there is something about Beverly Hills that that Andy values more than the other shows, and um, yeah. and and those it those EPs uh, evolution do seem to get more of a say than other EPs on these uh, on the other shows and other production companies as well. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what, uh, we're... what I will say is the yep. rumor, the reason why that wasn't shown was allegedly to do with the fact that both uh, Sutton and Crystal confronted Anne Marie about her and uh, about Anne Marie and her husband's, you know, views on this, and that later on in the evening. Um, Erica and Garcelle also asked Anne-Marie about this and there was sort of a big argument about Anne-Marie trying to like justify it Mm. and that's why that whole evening wasn't filmed what wasn't well why they didn't show it because that was basically the that would have been the whole focus of that evening and they didn't want to basically show that yet again Bravo um have 
horrific due diligence uh-huh. and and clearly are incapable of vetting any of their talent whatsoever. Um, and of course, Andy being, you know, part of, you know, loving to tell the world that he's part of the whole LGBTQ movement. Uh, mm, uh, but then yeah. it's it but then he seems happy to employ someone on one of his shows that's anti all of this um i i think is not something that he wants to be uh, associated with so he he goes right we're, we're just not going to show that that episode and he sort of naively thinks huh, that's going to shut the viewers up but he he does this time and time again and he does seem to like forgetting that there are people that are smart enough that figure this out yeah i think um and just to give you like we're not obviously again i talked about all of this in the last episode and trying to steer away from it because it does it does get me activated and i think i kind of lose my travel because i get quite angry about it but i think what for me um like what you're saying here is is that we i heard that this trip was such a dud that she brought such the mood down you know when i then watch it through the lens and they make sure that they make certain go we fat hard we love hard i was like what are you trying to push here what are you trying to push here so the the resolving thing is you hear we're saying here is erica is in trouble they're gonna have to pick up cameras they can't avoid it because it's practically her storyline they're probably gonna let Darcel and Sutton and Crystal go in on her and Dorit's on an island on her own anyway really badly um we're praying that Camille Grammer gets just they they really are they just bring Camille Grammer back on well and Camille that's... Camille there's a lot of valid reasons to reset well, we we back on which we were discussing before yeah. we started recording well, Andy's uh, been posting appreciation posts of her. She's been very supportive of of NBC on the Morocco thing. So she's very, very like you know. And Andy really seems to be valuing all the loyalty he's getting at the moment because he knows he needs it. Well, okay then. So, particularly um, also- from the, particularly from the Morocco cast who were actually there who. He actually might need, um, you know, as witnesses, if this were to go to trial, of what people like Leah McSweeney. Well, let, hold on. Before we move on to the next else. lawsuit. <laughs> um, no, no, so, but we're still talking about this, but that was just sort of what oh, I was saying. Well, no, so, oh, OK, so what what else do we have to say about this Erica uh, lawsuit? No, we going, oh, no, going... no, I thought we were still talking about Camille. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, go I was, go. So, oh yeah, so my reasons. Um, and then the second thing is, is that Camille did mention that uh, this season she did actually film. There was a sit down at Kyle's house filmed. Mauricio was there, allegedly. Yeah, yeah Camille claimed that her and Kyle settled their differences. Um, so that I thought was I can't believe that they missed that they didn't film that interestingly they did um, film it apparently that yeah no i'm saying they filmed it but i, I can't believe that they didn't it, show it, it. Mm. 
Um, and then, and then, what was the other uh, thing that was big of? Oh, and, and then Camille how much she hates Dorita at war. Of course, they well, Dorita's not clapping back at Camille. Camille, it literally bullet pointed like. Uh, my house burned down, da 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 da, da and like I have, I if you want to talk about PTSD, <laughs> I have PTSD. She's like, just like, and really, Dorit, well, you, Dorit and PK are your favorite people anyway, aren't they? You, oh, uh, they, I, I mean, if I have to hear about Dorit <laughs> and her fat fuck husband again, he wasn't wearing his wedding ring, was he? No, he wasn't. I really believe she's well and truly over him, but she seems to think that it's smart for her to save this story for a rainy day. But it's you need you. you we all know that Dorit needs the paycheck of this show. This is her main income. Um, you know, if you want to stay on this show, you sort of need to be telling us what's really going on. So stop going let's save this marriage issue for rainy day you need to be getting into it now if you want a job still it was quite beautiful though in the reunion when um she said Garcelle do you like me Garcelle just went sometimes <laughs> oh my god and yeah, then she went do you want to work on a French or she went I don't know <laughs> I just <laughs> you could just feel they were all just looking like what a flop this is a flop she is flop flop flopping and um anyway yeah and also i think they're gonna keep her because she's on a island really and it's kind of interesting to say so in the least um well camille's gonna gun for her and of course what what wasn't shut well obviously um i believe dorit said this after this was all filmed Dorit said that Camille's the thirstiest housewife ever. (laughs) So there's going to be an argument about that. So bringing Camille on makes sense because everyone wants her back. We've been begging it for it for years. And at this stage, with the way that the views have have gone at Bravo, uh, you know, they they need to do anything they can to be getting those views up and bringing Camille back. Is a great way for A, to get Andy to have fans on his side and secondly, will increase the views on its own. Camille, Camille, and then I reckon Camille, as you said earlier, Camille will work with Dorit. So Camille will work with Kyle to go after Dorit. No, Kyle has, Kyle is that sneaky that Kyle's not working with Camille. Kyle will ask the powers that be yeah, I think it'd be great to have Camille back. I'm in a good place of her right now. I think it would be amazing right now. Kyle is such a little snake that she yeah. knows. She'll be inviting she Baskin knows, on holiday. If I invite back Camille, it's going to give Dorit a headache and will do half of the heavy lifting for me. I don't need to. I can let Camille get punished. I want Dorit punished. And she does want Dorit punished. Do you think Kyle is... You, can you imagine what what damage Dorit's done she knows Dorit as fu- Dorit knows the damage she's done by bringing out the text messaging that's the thing with them all the Fox Force 5 they got backed into a corner and eventually they've all chat they've all turned on each other and Dorit doing that is in 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 a way is what Dorit they wouldn't have done that to each other three four years ago but they're all on an island and Dorit knows she's on an island and she had to bring, come out against Kyle for that you know 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, um, Doree needed something to say at the reunion because yes. because at the re because the reunion's basically the decide the final decider of is this person going to have their contract renewed or not? Yeah, and she and if she hadn't have brought up the text, it would have probably been quite simply quite clear that no one was close to Doree anymore. Like exactly, no one would. You know, the whole room would have just been like, "You, you gone," you know. And also, a certain, certain. I don't know if they cut it out, but certain obviously didn't say to Dorit about how PK was talking about her online. You know, that really would have made sure Sutton's not close to Dorit because PK was so rude to Sutton online. Oh he yeah, started, he, he, he basically her. did one yeah. of his "See You Next Tuesday." He might as well have done yeah. the "See You Next Tuesday" post about Sutton. Now, and if, and if and Kyle's I already actually... like, I can't be bothered with you. Dorit knew I am in trouble. If Kyle's sent me that message, I've got two things to do right now. And I do think that Alex Baskin likes Dorit. They like her. They enjoy her. The confessionals, they got her. They, they aired every problematic confessional that she said. <laughs> but unfortunately, people want a bit more than someone that just wears some designer labels. You well, know, designer labels in vert commas, which could be AliExpress for all we know. Um, yeah. But but what what was I going to say before that was a, an important part? Oh, sorry. Oh yeah, the the, the other part with um, yeah. I, oh yeah, I was hearing about PK was that he's been told off by Bravo. I hear um, about his types of posts, which is why he's not really been going for bloggers or housewives recently because they've said you know you're, you're support so you're the husband of the show you're sort of meant to be the talent you shouldn't really be getting involved with the bloggers oh okay and basically they had issues with it before but the whole situation of him going after Sutton was what broke the camel's back from what I've been told well yeah because it kind of inexplicably does put Dorit in a bad position like you know he's basically calling Sutton an old hag and not attractive and she's not going to confront PK over that that's your co-worker and your he needs to rein it in really because it's create it's going to affect your it's going to affect your diamond basically because she's got every no you can tell that um because I heard that's one some of the stuff with Anna Marie that when Marcellus's rape allegation came out, Garcelle, Crystal, Sutton all kind of expressed concerns. They were like, I don't want to film with him. I don't want him anywhere near us. Yeah. This is what, you know, when they read how he, you know. Anyway, so that's lawsuit number one. Are we should we stay on in a Beverly Hills theme then and now talk about Brandy's sudden lawsuit about against Mr. Cohen. Yes, let's go okay. on to that. Because oh, that I can't believe yeah. how many lawsuits there are. Right. So the next revelation is is that Brandy, and I'm going to be really cynical here. And by the way, um, when I feel re- I have my wait, here comes my conspiracy first. Brandy Granville was sat there, and at first, I think Andy had been in her DMs and said, Look, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. 
I can't believe Manzo's done this to you. Obviously, Manzo is Manzo, and they are corrupt as fuck, and they've managed to rope the butler in as well. And and then I think Andy might have called Brandy up and been like, "Look, this this is not going to. It's not going to air. There's not. I, you know, it's not going to air." And maybe he politely tried to just tell her, "You're on your own." And then her reaction was, and and again, Freddie, take it away. <laughs> So yeah, I mean it 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 really is a disaster. Um but yeah, Brandy Glanville uh, has filed a lawsuit against Bravo. Um and she's basically claiming that that she's not sort of victim of any of this and that Bravo encouraged her to get drunk. They encouraged no, that's Leah. Yeah, no, but Brandy said this as well. Oh, I thought Brandy's just doing the I was sexually harassed. Yeah. No, well, yes, she is. But then, yeah, Leah's doing the main bit of this. But Brandy oh, okay, is also okay. trying to claim that Bravo manipulated her right. to do certain things and to drink as well. Right. OK. OK, I mean, then. do you want to say what you think as well? Oh, I thought, I thought Brandy was like, I was sexually harassed by Andy Cohen when he drunkenly called me asking for a threesome. And then Andy came out and said, well, I've got proof that she actually replied back to me that night and I shouldn't have called her. And I was with Kate Chastain and we were joking around and it was inappropriate for me to ring her. But also here's the proof that she replied back to me that night and didn't sound upset. So he obviously was like, she, you know, he's, he's released the messages back from her as his counteract, as his counter argument. And he issued an apology. So, but Brandy has gone for Andy, which I felt quite interesting because Andy obviously is wanted, wants Morocco to air and is deeply unhappy with Caroline Manzo, you know, he knows that. But I think when it became quite clear, this this show is getting canned. You're not you're not going to be able to be vindicated. We can't edit it in any way. It's not going to air. It's not happening. I think she was like, well, if you ask me, how have you said that? Why is it that one thing that's it just I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying she didn't make to feel uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, and then when we talked to you at the beginning, viewers, listeners, sorry, about that her celebrity big brother deal allegedly fell through. I think I'm gonna sound a bit mean here. I think she's gunning for a settlement. She wants a settlement because that's all she's got left to chase. Yeah, she's, she's probably got she's, she's got, got, got an no amount in, she's got an amount in her head that she needs to be able to be comfortable and that's what she wants and then she's done. I agree because uh, I mean with the whole Marrakesh thing, I mean that lawsuit, I mean I mean we're going to be I'm going to be interested to see what happens with this and are they is it going to go to court? Do you do we think NBC are just going to go let's just settle with Manzo because they're quite dodgy. I mean, even I mean, if you look conveniently, um, Dina Manzo's ex-husband, all the charges against him have been dropped conveniently. 
Yeah, because, I was listening to that the other day on Dana's podcast, Dana Wilkie, that is people. Yeah, she was yeah. covering that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I yeah, I, I talked about it on Jarrell's the other day as well. Right. And but yeah, I mean mobster manzo as I call her. She allegedly know, a, don't kill us. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. Yeah. She she has a lot of fingers in different pies, allegedly. Well, I don't think that's let's look let's look at it like this. The and just for context, by the way, people is the rumor is also is apparently Caroline arrived in Morocco and got really drunk, which she doesn't normally do. And apparently, she said some pretty unsavory things about Dina on camera. And allegedly, they were smoking uh, cannabis, according to Brandy as well. In Morocco, yeah. uh, uh, Don't you remember? It wasn't in this thing about the sexual assault with Kate Chastin and stuff no but before, oh gosh, yeah Brandy did claim I think it was on X that apparently they were doing weed right so Manzo wakes up in the horrors and apparently was like fuck I what well, I can't have the stuff I've said about Dina eh that's what I've heard I've heard that her her biggest issue is is that she wants the stuff that she said about Dina to never air. And that's what's pushing them all. They don't want what she said about Dina to air. So that's so she's basically using, using the brandy thing as an excuse to yes. justify suing. Not yep. because she wouldn't have a claim in court to go, well, I'm suing because... I don't want you to show what I said about my estranged sister. No. And that's one of the reasons she, she doesn't, whatever she did the night that it was on camera, she does not want it to air. That's what yeah. part of well, what I've Well, I, I think she is sort of, because I know Brandy did, uh, was the main one to ask a lot of questions about why she was such a, why Caroline was such an awful sister to Dina, allegedly. Ah, uh, so there we go. So, yes, there's footage that, that 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 she doesn't want aired, and then obviously whatever, and then it's coming to this. So, Brandy has then is uh, is suing right. So that's the Morocco stuff, and then off the back of the Morocco stuff, Brandy then issues the new lawsuit, which is I was sexually harassed by Andy Cohen, which made um, headlines. Andy's publicly apologised to Brandy, but it's, it, at the same time, like I just said, then released. Brandy's replies to him after the FaceTime call where she says you know, like let me go get my dildo or something yeah so he's inadvertently been like well I'm sorry you feel that way but I'm gonna but bring it was a, proof he's basically you... saying it was a joke and like you seem part of it with me and Kate Chastain yeah I mean he and I and, and Kate Chastain has stuck up for him as well yeah of course and a lot of Bravo people have but then I guess that brings us on to lawsuit number three from Leah McSweeney. Oh, she's full. Of, now, this one, I'm going to say, listeners, I'm sorry. Um, and I'm going to say this from a place of understanding sobriety and addiction and the struggles that people go through. Um, I'm telling you right now, if she was in um, Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that if she'd made, if she'd worked through the 12 steps, 
her sponsor would have been like, oh, I don't really know if you can sue everyone else for the reasons you're, you're saying, because ultimately you are in charge of your um, sobriety and, and all this kind of stuff. It's very, it's, it's very, very kind of interesting what she's trying to say. So go on. So first off, she's, I mean, to me, with McSweeney, you know, with with her, what's happened is she joined, you know, she was fresh, she was younger than the other one. People thought she was quite funny and hilarious because all, you know, there was sort of like another person that would be funny and drunk like Sonia, basically. Yeah. Um, And then then in Leah's (laughs) second season, I think, you know, because people liked her, I think, it, it, you know, and then Bravo paid her more money. I think it got to Leah's head a bit too much. So yeah. in the second season, she was sort of acting a bit psychotic and like a nut job. And people were like, actually, you're bloody awful. Like, we well, don't we, want we you can't, we can't, we can't call her those things if she has bipolar, by the way. We can't. <laughs> we can't use those terms. <laughs> Just like... I don't. I mean, let's see. I mean, but but then again, like if you did have those, you'd be strongly advised not to do a show like that. Well, then that's that's the other point, then, isn't it? Well, no, you wouldn't really, because if you were taking your meds, then but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and... that's the whole point of her suit. She's saying that she was made. She's trying to say, like, I was made to do this and I was made to do that. And Sonia, they make fun of Sonia and they do X, Y, Z. Now, look, do I think that that production company of New York um were equipped to deal with any other kind of woman than the women that had been working with them for years no i do not and i think they had they experienced that with ebony and they experienced that then with leah um now kelly kelly what's her name from oc dodd like kelly dodd wants to word it like this is what happens when you hire woke people and do the wokey wokey cokey and i'm like well no, it's not. I get what you're saying, but really what it's saying here is it's not about woke because really there is some truth there that the production model and whatever they had in there was not equipped to maybe deal with um, I, a different, a different caliber of women, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, they but I mean, if- on you know they went to their sensitivity training they did the stuff with ebony then they've hired a woman uh, they've hired someone that unfortunately cared about her sobriety luann just had to make out she was sober on camera because that was the court judgment and they all covered for her and she was happy that they covered her and now miraculously she drinks again do you know what i mean she wasn't they all hinted that she was drinking off camera but luann didn't kick off and moan at them as long as it wasn't confirmed no one was going to dig luann out and get her yeah they weren't and that, they made her look out. like she wasn't touching alcohol on nights out when filming. What about, what about the reunion when they hint that Dorinda's doing coke? And then within a minute, they all talk each other off the ledge of talking about any of them doing coke. Because John was doing coke all the time. Do you not remember that? Oh, yeah. And Dorinda went ballistic. About and they all went, mm, let's leave that, let's leave that, let's leave that, let's leave that, let's leave it. Right? Yeah. So, but with the thing was, unfortunately... They, none of them 
were in when none of them were going through what maybe what Leah was going through, which was that she needed to be now unfortunately for Leah, this was the less this account the lack of accountability, if you ask me here where she's saying they made me do this well no 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 one did unfortunately no one did because um they didn't no one made you drink no one said that you were no from you now i do think which is interesting freddie that she was have that people were ruder to her on in thailand on girls trip about why she wasn't drinking than any time she was on new york i don't remember anyone when she was in the second season saying why aren't you drinking why this all happened no, to her in thailand she was I, having that shit given to her on girls trip and she hasn't mentioned that it was thailand where i thought they were like why are you drinking that heaven heather gay did what she did Portia was even shading her you know but did uh, did did Leah drink in the end on that ultimate curls trip? Because no. I didn't watch all of it. No, no, no. She kind of ducked out, didn't she? She was sick, and then she ducked out. She got paid two hundred fifty grand for that. But I think what's weird with Leah and the bit like if you think that Bravo's such a toxic environment, mm. why would you agree to do an ultimate girls trip? Surely you'd go. I've done two seasons. I hate the environment. I'm not doing this again. I'm going to do something else. Well, I'm going to use the platform that Bravo has given me to to improve my business or whatever. Well, here you go. She tried that. She tried the YouTube gig, and it, she was hardly getting any viewers. She tried having the po a podcast. It wasn't landing. So again, I'm going to harken back here that she is in a situation. Vanity Fair did not pick kick off. We'll move on to the next lawsuit in but, a minute. But, but Vanity, Vanity Fair, Fair proved nothing. It, but it the didn't... reason, yeah, but the rumours is for that, Freddie, was that there were many other people that were meant to be included in the article that miraculously didn't make it into the article. Dana knows about this as well. So I think it didn't land and give her the traction that she needed. And just like with Brandy, she's on an island and she needs money well she they seem to be money. they seem to have collaborated to be collaborating together i mean they both had the same type of tendencies and behaviors Who? when I, what, uh, brandy and and, and uh leah with the well, whole let's let, let's talk about sex and being fucked all the time and drinking well they're but well and they've both become blacklisted and i think leah and i'm gonna be really rude now about leah my red flag to Leah, and I sound terrible now. I'm getting, I don't know if I'm going in trouble. Oh, Tell I think I know what you're going to say. My and red I, flag I with Leah was suddenly one of her storylines was, is, oh, I'm going to become Jewish. And I thought, are you, why? Because you want to marry a wealthy Jewish man and you're just converting because there's, you, you need, you want to date someone wealthy. Or she thought it would impress her boss, Andy Cohen. I think it's a mixture of her status and who she wanted to, the demograph, the kind of marriage that she was aiming for, the kind of, the, she, I thought it was just all a bit, mm, okay, this is all a bit yeah. of, it seems like a bit of a, a business move. I mean, she was known, and Dana's talked about this, I've talked about, she was known that she did mess like slide into DMs of a lot of like NFL players and thing and like baseball players, yeah. you know, to try and get like dates and hook up with them and and things like that. And 
Ebony K. Williams is also known to go for rich white Jewish men, too. So she clearly learned off Ebony that this was a good move and that turning Jewish would mean that, you know, she'd get respect from the guy, she, whoever she's dating's mother, because in Judaism, that's like a really important thing. And of course, it's the wife that carries our, that carries the Jewish tradition. So um, let's talk then. The last scandal that happened with this as well, because we're talking about New York, is the fact that Jenna Lyons liked her post and then removed yes. the like. And they caught it. And then that enabled brandy to hype oh no it was brandy's post was it brandy's post or was it leah's but brandy no, it was leah's post because i saw it brandy i think clocked i might have a video said, of it yeah and brandy clocked it and said she's not coming back but i heard she's not coming back to new york anyway and i we heard the rumors that she was not returning before this lawsuit even happened i mean it was before the reunion it was you know, there was lots of talk saying that Jenna wasn't coming back. Yeah. And it was because, you know, she is older than most of the women on on the all the other women. Jenna's on that not cast. coming back because she doesn't new... relate to them. No, her new girlfriend it, would have been like want, nah, She doesn't know, do but she doesn't want to be open either. She doesn't want to share her life. And if you're on a show like Roni or any of the other housewives or reality TV in general, you've got to be honest and show what is happening in your life. But she wanted to hide her girlfriend, Cass Bird, I think her name is. God. Um, I, I from, just can't, um, imagine, I can't yeah. imagine two power lesbians being, to be honest, I know this sounds terrible. If you can, if, if, if the world could be run by anyone, I would, pray it would be power lesbians not bronwyn by the way i mean actual power lesbians um oh yeah her and, daughter hates her at the moment oh, well, well all of the kids are running against her so um but anyway like i know you can just tell if that girlfriend was like nah i ain't getting fuck i'm not fucking being on video right then jennifer was like no don't worry about it we don't need to do it and we're not gonna um right so okay Brrr drum roll lawsuit number four now this one i'm going to be interested we haven't talked about this together yet i'm going to be very interested what you think about this and actually so raquel levis lawsuit number four is suing tom sandoval and ariana maddox she's what is it she's suing tom sandoval for voyeurism aka recording him without her consent and then suing Ariana Maddox for revenge porn, which if anybody watched Vanderpump Rules properly last year, it was clear that other people had seen the video when Scandival was breaking. It was it was clear because people were they were oh, they're such a heinous cast of people. It was clear that many, a few of them had seen the video, but by the time they went to film and then were asked, they obviously have been told, you can't admit you've seen the video. The sex tape. Yeah, the sex tape. So, so, uh, uh, so allegedly what had happened and the way that was found is, yes. So Sandoval filmed, filmed this somehow, supposedly without Raquel's knowledge. Um, and it got found by Ariana because of the shared, like their shared iCloud thing. 
I thought Ariana came across it that night. That's what happened. She came across yeah, it. Yeah, because it was because and she, the... and she forwarded it on to herself, or in fact, she actually forwarded it. On, she forwarded it onto herself, and then she forwarded it on while they were fighting that whole storm. So what she did, she forwarded so, yeah, it so... on to Katie or or someone or or her gay best mates. She forwarded it on to them. So what I heard was that it, yeah. So it came up on like a shared iCloud folder. So what she did is she saved it. So it was on her phone in case like Sandville would try and delete it there. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, she allegedly did send it to a couple of cast members. And then that was, yeah, that was basically what happened. So um, also in the complaint and is... Raquel ha- actually says what happened with James and the breakup. Now, last year, Raquel, Rachel, sorry, said that her and James broke up because of the altercation that happened at Thanksgiving with her family, which we didn't get to dig down and deep into because of Scandaval happened. But at first they were allowing Rachel to say how violent james was now in the complaint rachel then release it is actually stating that he kicked a dog four times at thanksgiving after she now now i believe the thanksgiving story because she said it they allowed her to say it last year that he'd done that but what they've she's added into the complaint is what he did how he abused the dog at the family home and that's what caused the actual breakup so what's your thoughts on this complaint i think she's got a case i think hands down she's got a case especially with the revenge porn yeah she definitely does i mean we're seeing that you know courts you know in the uk and the us are taking it a lot more seriously particularly after the whole me too movement so yeah there's definitely a chance for this case to be heard um, but I do think that she needs Raquel or Rachel, whatever she calls herself now, she needs to be careful and she needs to be keeping her cards close to her chest. You know, she shouldn't be doing more hanging out with Bethany Frankel doing podcasts. And well, her stuff. podcast is owned by Bethany's company. iHeart is owned by Bethany. Bethany owns iHeart. Mm hmm. I thought she worked with them, but I didn't realise she owned iHeart. Oh, something like that. Well, either way, she got. I think she's she, got a she's got a podcast. I don't believe she owns them. Well, watch what Crappens said that her podcast is was she got that podcast through Bethany. Who's that? So, you know, do you ever do you ever listen to the Watch What Crappens guys? Do you ever listen no. to them? Well, okay, so they've been around for ages, but yeah, iHeart is. But that will be Bethany. because she has a big relationship with iHeart, so Let she's me in a position that can talk to the top people and say, "Oh, can you give my mates a podcast? They'd be really good." Well, let me Google that while you carry on talking about what you think this is going, to, what situation this is going to cause for Rachel and the the implications it's going to have on Vanderpump Rules, which is already in trouble. We've spit with the way I think it's chosen to spin. 
I think Poor at the end Sandoval, of the... and they're obviously setting up Ariana as a cold-hearted bitch, but she's going to leave the show because she's got contracts and management deals. I think Ariana has been told this. We've got to paint Sandoval in a nice, you're going to have to walk away and be perceived as some, with some people as cold-hearted and no emotions because he's got to stay on the show and you've been given Chicago. She's probably already got management team. She's got brand deals. They're like, you're good. You're off. Uh, you know, but unfortunately, this is the, the dance. Have well, to take. doesn't didn't she spend a lot of time filming Dancing with the Stars when Vanderpump Rules was filming? Maybe, but so if she isn't really shown, that could well be a reason why. I mean, I I don't, I don't know whether they'll keep her, keep her or not, or how long she'll last. But at the same time, I mean, with Vanderpump Rules, the thing is, is that if you look at it from a views perspective. It is doing better than most of the housewife shows. So Bravo are not going to be cancelling this show anytime soon, unless the the views somehow really, really fall off a cliff. Mm. Then yeah, but they're not. You know, if you look at the views that they're getting this season already, and still they're still doing better than most of the Bravo shows, um, than pretty much all of them. So. Yeah, I can't really see how anyone could justify cancelling Vanderpump Rules at this. No, I don't think it's going to get. I don't think it's going to get cancelled. But unfortunately, um, what 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 Rachel is bringing up, they do have to be held accountable for. Now, what I thought was quite tone deaf, and I do think this as well. Unlike Lisa Vanderpump, needs to get away from this show because I actually feel like it's doing her a disservice. I just think her sticking up for these horrible people and these things that are coming out. And she was, she even said, well, I don't really understand. I don't understand how it's revenge porn. If you, if, if you don't, if you send it, if you let someone film you and I thought, no, Lisa, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I, no, I, think, I think her PR people have actually since that comment have just have told her, listen, if you want your integrity, if you want this show, yeah you shut up and you don't say anything stop yeah. going on podcast stop talking to people about it or answering questions don't say anything if well, she you do was asked want to say andy anything doing drugs you... sorry she was asked about andy doing drugs she said she saw andy doing drugs. no what? so no so vanderpump this is by tmz and this wasn't in a podcast this was an interview she said i've never seen andy do drugs i've parted with andy for years da, 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 da. but then in truly Lisa vanderpump style she goes now i can't say that about some of the women <laughs> so mm-hmm. and then she was asked about the rachel thing and she kind of made a really yeah she made a really tone deaf comment kind of saying well if you don't want to be fit i don't yeah and he was just like no because it doesn't matter yeah yeah okay maybe she doesn't have a case about him being filmed you know tom could easily prove no i did tell her i pressed record on facetime or whatever but unfortunately the rule is revenge porn is you have no right to forward on any sexual or any video of someone yeah and that's without, yeah without their consent ariana is in trouble for that she's in trouble for it she's, she's in, in trouble she, yeah 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 and i just think 
this lawsuit's not come to fruition yet, but the, the James be. James Kennedy is a is a powder keg. It's a ticking time bomb, and I think this is where they are going to get in trouble because they've covered up a lot for James Kennedy, a lot. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've never really liked him. I mean, his dad was one of the people that took advantage of George Michael. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I mean, that's why they fell out ten for the last 10 years of George Michael's life. He's not the one that we were talking about that's in the documentary, is he? He is. And he's George and James wow. Kennedy's dad, I believe, is also George Michael's cousin. Yes, so he's in the documentary. So it's quite interesting because he is he is quite this documentary, the only good thing that James's dad does in it is expose the news of the world and what the son was doing to George at that time. So how they were trying to expose him, if you know what I mean, and yeah. how they'd sent but that's not just James Kennedy's dad that's saying this. This is also people that ex-journalists that they even admit yeah we flew to brazil and tried to interview george's partner's mum after the, the partner had died of hiv so you know there was oh aids sorry so there was all this kind of stuff but yeah it, it's then not really i think that's why i don't it's actually interesting really because there's no real comment about the estate george michael's estate being happy with what he came out and was saying when actually really what he was saying about that element of George wasn't true, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but he admits, you know, like he was always off his head. He was always fucked. You know, he was just as fucked. And, you know, when it starts to talk about George, he, he obviously wasn't close to George in the later years when George was back in London and before George's death, those years coming up to then, and this is what I was saying to you, Freddie, actually, I know we've gone on a tangent here, because uh, you were saying, oh, I don't think George's very open about his sex life and stuff. And I'm like, no, those final years, George very much was. There's lots of interviews on YouTube. He started to really speak up about it, which is very interesting because... Yeah, that is interesting. And I, George Michael back then, it was a known... I've talked to Dana about this. When we were all on the gay scene back then, we all heard about what George was up to. We knew, I know this sounds terrible, but George still liked to live his life, you know, as he wished. And he was not going to let anyone dictate to him. And he had his kinks and he had his thing that he liked to do. And it, it was quite known where you could bump into George, you know, yeah <laughs> in certain areas in london that you could probably quite buy, easily buy you a buy you a drink and well that they, some of these places there isn't any bars it was still george still like the outdoor life you know <laughs> yeah so, oh i heard yes yeah um, and a... so you know it was it was not um it was anyway but anyway that's that tangent so do you, I don't think Vanderpump Rules is in trouble, but again, I think that there's this this build up of reputation, reputation and integrity. I think the big problem with Vanderpump Rules is is that these people are all too old to be on this show and what it's all about. Yeah, they really need to recast the show. I mean, I don't really find any of them that interesting. You know what Lisa needs to do. You need 
20 year olds on this show maybe early 30s so no do you think Lake, do you think Lake Tahoe is where she's gone to and she thinks that there's going to be because apparently Nevada and Lake Tahoe they're absolute hot messes <laughs> what of or, individuals or yeah or what do you think with Van, or do you think Vanderpump Villa if Vanderpump Villa is a heaving success well she's I think gonna it's be like, interesting that she's gone to Hulu to do this show rather than Bravo I mean supposedly her camp's trying to say well you know NBC supposedly weren't interested in this show I think Lisa's mistake though with Vanderpump Villa is I would have cast it to get people from you know lots of different places like from England from Australia from America and stuff like like they she do brought like, Americans over didn't she she brought Americans over to France and I thought you're not in America <laughs> why would you do that like this is like I thought she I was thinking she would have done it more internationally, like too hot to handle, do say. Yeah. Where they bring uh, people from all over. Yeah, I think, you know, I think the thing is, this is what I was trying to say, and like what we touched on earlier is when me, you, Freddie, anyone I really talk to about Bravo, you know, we both t- you work with Dana quite a lot, Dana Wilkie quite a lot. I'm yeah. I'm kind of you know i was really honored that dana had me on to talk to her about another issue that bravo had which they kind of managed to squeeze out of which was the below deck med bullshit that happened where oh yeah the guy got in bed with a girl asleep the chief stew and you know and actually i was thinking this i was like well if anyone's got a fucking lawsuit it's her because apparently and we me and dana went over this we were like they film below deck and they have a they have a boat um, with all of the crew that sits there right next to the yacht do you know what I mean they don't yeah. stay on board they're only over there and we went through this and we went through our uh, when we went through that they the latest storyline was that obviously she starts drinking yeah yeah and they then are like oh are you okay now what was interesting and then what was really interesting about that again was the duty of care and then the stuff that well Dana I don't know if has Dana ever talked to you about with below deck sailing yacht do you remember the drama that came out with i that? remember all the drama in fact actually when i when dane was then, in london yeah. we actually we actually met um jack lubby which was the, he the chef from below deck the little the little liverpudlian one i think or is he scottish or something oh you are such a southerner <laughs> he's liverpudlian the little, yeah the little one the one that's just been on below deck med yeah him Oh yeah, and so by the way, I'm talking about Below Deck Down Under. It was Margot on Below Deck Down Under, and um, yeah, I just found it very interesting that they didn't they didn't just have these issues with Housewife shows; they had these issues with Below Deck shows, and they've obviously ramped up their safety because actually, Freddie and well, Below Deck is their highest is their most popular show on the network. It's the highest rated show. Has been for years. That doesn't surprise me. It's their, it's their highest rated out of anything. It's the most consistently high rate. It doesn't suffer. I'll it tell is their you biggest why. Brand. I'll tell you why. Having just been in New York a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. they show. So each episode of a week they do of of Below Deck, the Bravo Channel shows it about three or four times in that week. Meaning wow. that 
you know, you don't ever get to miss like that episode. So if it's like you're out, you can watch it the next night or you can watch it in the daytime if you've got if you're around then type of thing. Yeah. So I think that's why it does well based on the fact because they air they air the episode more, whereas Housewives, you know, they they show it on whatever day it's on. And yeah. then it's and then you can watch it on Peacock or whatever. So, um, OK, so have we got any more lawsuits? Yes. No, we do, oh because we've got oh, Portia no. Williams filing <gasps> for divorce. From OK, Simon now, I have, I've hardly um, looked really into this but i guess if we're gonna uh, because i have i've watched sherelle's world i watched a couple of things there and um oh god i forgot i, I um oh god what's sherelle's husband's called perry Her, perry and they were perry was making me laugh about what he was saying and i saw like the old images of simon what's his name simon Garbadia. Garbadia. I seen the photos of him when he was 20, and I have to admit, I was laughing when I heard how he's just kind of slipped through the system and stuff. Right, I shouldn't laugh. Okay, Freddie, last but not least, let's talk about I can't actually bear that I am not reviewing shows anymore. I'm reviewing lawsuits. Right. That, take that's, it, that's, but, but the problem <laughs> is, Stephen, is that the lawsuits are more interesting than the shows. So what can we do? Yeah, right. Well, I'm just let's end with this little because this is a fucking this is fucking some Thomas Crown Affair bullshit. I do not understand. This is ping ponged all for me. Uh, I'll let you. Right. So. And I, we haven't talked about this, so I'm probably going to hear stuff I haven't heard because I don't know. Have you been where? Have you been kind of working on? Have you been going on to Sherelle's lives and talking about it more and stuff? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. I, and mean, I haven't caught one for a while, so please, um, the floor <laughs> is yours for the fir- the fifth and final current lawsuit. Okay, bravo. I'm gonna. I'm actually. Gonna, I'm gonna mute myself so I don't interrupt you. And I'm going to probably just have a breather. Right, go, go. (laughs) Okay, so basically what happened was, is that there was a lot of talk about the fact that Real Housewives of Atlanta was going to have a revamp. Who were they going to bring back? You know, Portia was one of the people that they really wanted to bring back. Lots of big talk that she was returning. Then Portia basically confirms that by saying Portia Williams isn't returning, but Portia Galbadia is back in the building or something um basically returning you know confirming her return then a couple of weeks later it turns out that you know simon is being sued um for multiple reasons first off he has the risk of potentially being deported for a lot of crimes such as identity fraud credit card fraud he faked he faked his visa um into the united states as well um but they've seemed to have just let him get it i like i don't really understand how he's not being deported immediately yes this. So expl- explain this so didn't he changed his name is that right or something? he changed his name somehow <laughs> because his real name is i iore iore gabardia right 
Eore something Galbardia. And right. I think that was how he somehow got away with it. But when was this, they what done year the... was that? What year was he? did he do that? This is uh, pre-Porsche. Need... Oh, yeah, is this, this is like... pre, pre-Porsha. I mean, some of these pre-Fallon as well. Yeah, it's like some 20 these... years ago, wasn't it? Hasn't he been yeah, in the country I mean, for like 20 years? Ago because he... He he tried to move the legitimate way and it didn't work. So I right. think he's, yeah. So he's trying to get citizenship now, and they're like, "Well, no, we're not giving you citizenship because, as far as we're concerned, you're a criminal type of thing." Yeah. So yeah, okay. And then the other thing that Simon's got is um, he he's also now being sued by the private jet company NetJets over like some of this like unpaid time share he's got or bills for a private jet which are not good for him either and then of course it now seems that Porsche's filed for divorce after these lawsuits have come out 15 months into the marriage now for me I'm not sure whether they actually will get divorced I think it's a very good storyline for Portia to have returning to Bravo. You think? You, know, you don't think she wanted the storyline just to be like how happy she was with him? Because well, I she... think uh, we all know that drama's a great storyline, and you know she's seen how you know how often her friend Kim Zolciak's been in the press for her dramatic you know separation and upcoming divorce with Croy so I think yeah Porsche's Porsche's wanting to you know I think the whole lawsuits and stuff against Simon are true but this separation I think Porsche realizes there's there's going to be a lot to talk about and of course Porsche's deals not with Bravo it's actually with NBC it's a scripted reality contract so she's also going to have her own reality show on Bravo or E or somewhere and they get to talk about on on it there too so I think she knows it's a good thing I mean Look, even Sylvester Stallone and his wife, I believe, separated for their reality show. So if if Sylvester, who's got a net worth of five hundred million dollars, is willing, well, I to heard do that... he was broke. I heard he did that. He had to do the reality show because he's actually broke. Because I watch and love a movie YouTuber, uh, Grace Randolph. She's quite. She does like TV ratings and stuff. Because she was the one that made me realise when. Bravo was releasing their ratings the other week and going, yeah. trying to spin like, oh, Potomac's getting the highest ratings ever. And then I looked and I was like, these are Nielsen ratings, which Nielsen ratings are released monthly. And so what you okay. can tell they spun was, is that these are an average workout of ratings after a month. So the ratings aren't, oh, Potomac's getting the highest ratings ever. It's no, we've worked out the average ratings of Potomac after four weeks and we've probably been able to include every single stream because they count clicks now. That's how they change it. So I was like, well, they've just this is all PR. Do you know what I mean? Because the online reaction to Potomac is really negative. And then they try and go, this is the the ratings. And I'm like, no, these are four weeks worth of views. Um, So I don't know if if uh, if Portia needed I heard she did not know that he changed his name and that he'd he had one application about, declined about... and then his argument is isn't it 
well, you didn't realise I changed my name, so it's actually your fault. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if he's gone far to say that, but I well, that's mean, what I heard. Sherelle said he was like, "Well, it's not my fault you didn't pick up on it." It's your yeah, fault. I mean, from what I mean, it seemed. But what we're hearing, and Sherelle sort of has, I think, said this as well, is that allegedly Porsche's doing is filing for the divorce, though potentially, and could go through with it as a way to separate assets so i then cite because I, I if cite he's my getting sources. deported and her assets are intertwined with his this could like financially screw her over well apparently she's moved back in t- she's moved out and they they've, they've the petition of divorces she's stated that she wants he needs to pay all of her court fees um uphold the prenup um and... so she's moved out of the seven million dollar um house that they lived in together and back in with the house that she previously had that she's got the same lawyer she had with what was it what was the name cordell dennis yeah she's got Hot dog yeah man. was she married to dennis no but they did have no they were engaged but they did have a child together so no she's got she's gone back she's gone back with the same lawyer she had when she left cordell and apparently that oh, lawyer cordell, is, yes. yeah okay. and that lawyer is uh, a shark apparently he's really good he did nini's um and her so well, nini's divorce from greg yeah apparently as well yeah oh interesting so so what is going on with this bin so I find this highly entertaining. I find the fact that he's like, nope, not my fault. You didn't realize I changed my name. Not my problem. I find it hilarious that he's like, just like, uh, actually, everyone, it's your fault. Not mine. <laughs> I find that line of defense kind of perfect. I know that sounds terrible to say. But yeah, I mean, that is, I mean, but. <laughs> 15 months. 15 months she announces who said that and she's back and then one week later i'm divorcing you like what the actual fuck and i bet kenya is biting at the chomp which like i mean kenya's 100 percent going to bring it up and you've got to remember kenya still has a friendship with valen simon's ex-wife do you think i've heard so where where is the rest of the cast announcement for Atlanta? Do you think they're waiting for the ma- the Married to Medicine reunion to finish airing? Because Apollo is back. Apollo walks back onto the Married to Medicine reunion. I've yeah, heard... I think they want to get Married to Medicine finished. Well, I've heard because, that they're, can- they're cancelling course... Married to Medicine. I heard that this is the final season. Well, uh, there's still... Yeah, that was a blind. But based on the right, fact, that okay. Mar- but based on the fact that Married to Medicine views have done a lot better and have done better than quite a few of the Housewives shows. Yes, yeah. I can't really see how Bravo would justify cancelling it when it's no. Not apparently, the- it's the cast. Apparently, Jackie, Simone, they're all like they're just they're getting a bit old. What I think they would do is I don't think they'd cancel it, but maybe they will put it on pause and do a recast potentially. Yeah, because they could keep they could keep Toya and Heavenly too. I think I think Toya Heavenly will stay. I think they'll bring Quad back. Well, I heard 
I kind of was like, why aren't they putting Quad on Atlanta? But it's obvious that they probably are like, we're going to shove Phaedra back over there. But I think the thing is, is the difference is, the difference is, okay, yes, Quad's not married to Medicine at the moment, but she has been a doctor's wife. She don't, knows how it works. Whereas Phaedra, she's never been married to a doctor. She's and not even with a doctor by, really the, by like three episodes in. She's like, I'm single now. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> no one can even verify Phaedra's doctor boyfriend either. No, because she's dated two people during this filming of the show. She One minute she was like, oh, I'm dating a new one now. Yeah, and and we've never seen evidence of them. I, I think what happened is they needed someone to get the views up and to make it good. And so they thought, hmm, well, Phaedra would be really good. We're liking her. People liked seeing Phaedra on The Real Housewives of Dubai. So mm-hmm. let's let's put her on to marry to medicine and that's what they've done and now of course candy burris has left atlanta they're like okay well we've got no one that's going to be able it's stopping us from bringing phaedra back onto atlanta so this could be a fantastic option it would make sense but what phaedra did say is that's the discussion that bravo are having are they going to keep phaedra at marry to medicine or are they going to move her back to Atlanta? Because that's what she said in New York when they were doing advertising for the uh, traitors. Oh, OK. So they're like, oh, well, they're sort of Bravo. We're trying to work it out. They're not they're not real. You know, they think it could be great to have Phaedra back. But at the same time, they realize she has brought a lot to marry to medicine. So they're like, mm, what do we do? Yeah, but I want. Yeah. But Quad, I, th- I think, actually, if you put put Phaedra back in Atlanta, bring Quad back to Married to Medicine, you re- you get rid of a few of those. Uh, get rid of Jackie. Get rid of Snakey Simone. I love uh, Simone. I think she's a snake. Um, oh, I, I love would... Simone. I like Toya. I like Simone. It's Jackie, I think, is the real evil one. I think Jackie gets away so much. And the cheating husband guy. <laughs> Yes. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know. Only I really started to like this season when they went away on that cast trip and they started fighting. Up until then, I was like, but that's what I've had. I've had they're all a bit like mm, they're all just a bit old, and I kind of was looking at the men and I was like, oh God, they are a bit. Um, <laughs> they all look so tired. I, I thought, and I don't blame yeah. them. They've all, they've all, they're all, you know, they've all, you know. I mean, I think isn't Doctor Jackie like sixty-two or three now? I don't know. I just not sure so but i mean yeah so is we'll that see. all we've got on that lawsuit right now then so we've um, got that lawsuit yeah simon's simon's got a lot of law he's got his legal stuff fraud and he's got a no- lawsuit with NetJets and a potential divorce with porsche as well um so yeah um so five I'm lawsuits sure. yeah five lawsuits Oh, yeah. Um, oh, and then, of course, uh, Leah McSweeney, you know, Brandy's now backing Leah McSweeney as well. That's the latest we've been seeing. Um, so that that's going to be interesting. They seem to be following each other and sort of on seem to be joining their islands together. I think it's the best way to say it. Um, so I, oh, go on, go on. 
Yeah, and, and what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say f- final thoughts because we, me and you have been on for ages. Bless yeah, you. Yeah, we have. I oh, know this is my fault because we talked. No a lot. We did meet me, no, me and Freddie talked great. a lot of shit before we pressed record. But actually, I don't think it was worth anyone really listening to me and Freddie talk about that. We didn't cover. We wanted more to talk about this, but we did talk about some shit. So, final thoughts. I'm going to put to you now. Do you think Andy is sat there now thinking? Do I need to be so on TV all the time? Uh, do you think Andy's like, do you know what? I just want to present reunions and do the radio now. Because I was looking and I was just thinking, Andy, when you're doing, and I've got a feeling, not yet, I think, I know this sounds weird, I hate to get political. I think what will make his decision will be if Trump gets in again i think he might stay on tv because of his realizing that he needs to be that kind of uh presence on tv if you know what i mean but i think if he hasn't really got a kind of social justification to stay on air he might be like i every time i post who's coming on to watch what happens live the way things are at the moment well then to be on to be honest though i'm like well you you had fucking Michael Rappaport on there. You had Amy Schumer. <laughs> like, you you know what you know you you can't be like ask these ask me my questions you've got for these people and then the questions are like why are you such a fucking cunt? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, do you think he's like I cannot? And while his reputation's being questioned. Do you think he's like, I don't need to be hosting Watch What Happens Live anymore. I'm just going to do the reunions and keep ra- and and make Radio Andy my baby. You know, I'm more in like, you know. No, <laughs> uh, he's he's far too proud of himself. To... Or do you think he'll walk away from Watch What Happens Live? Like, look, I'm. I no, know I'm... he's he's not going to let go of anything unless unless he gets it snatched away from him. Is the only way I see him not doing these things he he loves the fact that he's on tv all the time everyone knows who he is he's, you know all of that type of stuff so i don't i mean i can you know i think presenting radio that's the last thing he's going to do i don't think he's interested in reducing his screen time anytime think, soon do you think he should just do a do you think because i was like big deal he does coke i was like who fucking doesn't <laughs> who hasn't like yeah. it's you're talking about the entertainment industry like what the fuck like shut up like it's not even a story brandy like uh Leah. it's not a story like and actually you're you're an idiot because guess what he could be like oh, i did coke when i was younger but since i had my kids i haven't touched anything um and i don't really feel the need to discuss this any further there is actually no story or come back. no there's no there's no other thing you could say back if he's like yeah i partied when i was in my 20s and i don't i haven't i've got kids now you talk and i don't and i don't um really there's nothing else to say because in in halfway he's kind of said yeah maybe once or twice or even younger but i don't now and i haven't for but ages I'm, uh, and what's your problem what's, yeah. what's the story there's no story in fact it would but obviously he's probably been told you, you can't say anything. Yeah, I mean, he will have been advised by the NBC lawyers. You be quiet on this situation. Well, Kathy Griffin said it. Kathy Wait. Griffin's, yeah. 
It's not news. To me, this is not news. I'm like, it's not what? news. We've all I'm known like, it. We've so all what? heard he sniffs, the rumours of it. But this is my thing to Leah. I'm like, so what? He, sniffs, he does coke. What, how does that affect you? Like, you don't... I know this sounds terrible, but that means nothing. Are you telling me he's the first person you've been... You're, you're an addict. I'm sure you've been around lots of people that... And let's like, be honest, <laughs> not being mean, but let's be honest. The reason Leah set up Married to the Mob was because she sued someone to be able to get that business off the ground. She's, didn't she sue the police or something? I seem to remember. Was it? It oh, was. Yeah, and apparently it's all like AliExpress clothes and everything. She's just like completely jet-shard yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that's why that business has never taken off properly either. I mean, and this is what's resulted in her, you know, spreading her legs and showing her behind and selling the pictures for $10 a pop. Oh, because she went on OnlyFans, didn't she? Yeah, she's still doing it. Clearly, because she's got nothing else. And what she's done to herself by making all these allocations saying, oh, Andy does cope with his favourite housewives is, you know, she's basically blacklisted herself from every single network because they're going to be like, OK, yes, Andy Cohen's my rival and he's at a light rival network. But yeah. if she's going to make these allegations about him, Mm. what if we fall out you know she's gonna you, cause us problems as a network do you think she was like hoping i'm gonna go to thailand i've been paid 250k i know they're gonna recast new york then she did thailand she absolutely flopped it and i do think she was a bit upset with how because obviously it's different production team that maybe they allowed her, you know, this and that and that, but she didn't test very well. She left it early. She yeah. kind of fizzled out of Thailand. And in fact, she was probably sat there waiting to be told, we're going to include you in the new New York. And then she realised, again, that's not happening. I've lost. I, I thought I fucked it. I fucked it. I went home early. I didn't do what I, uh, well, maybe she didn't think that. Maybe she thought, well, I can go home early. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And then the reality was slowly, oh, I fucked it. They're not going to have me back for the new New York. They're not going to do it. And uh, even after Lizzie got sacked, there was no, Leah, are you around? The call, the, the phone went dead. And then it's amazing how she suddenly was able to be taught, you know, again, Again, I know it sounds terrible. I think there's two things can be true at once. But unfortunately, in America, with the way that they can sue each other, that's how their system's built up. You know, you got to do what you got to do because you need a payout. Yeah. And, and, and Leah's claiming now that she makes more money on OnlyFans than she does Housewives. Do we believe that's true? Yeah, but hold on. Did you not see the... Um, <laughs> Sorry to go on a tangent. Did you not see her from The Sopranos? She was in Desperate Housewives. Uh, Daria, She was like, yeah, I couldn't get any work after Sopranos, and I only fans has helped me pay off my house. That's the newest story. Who said that? Wait, this woman that she, was on Housewives. No, she was in Sopranos. She was an actress. And but she now does OnlyFans to help so, pay yeah. her mortgage. No, she's paid off her house. She paid off her house by doing OnlyFans. Look, only, but this is the thing, people. These, these like headlines of being, I went, I did OnlyFans and I made loads of money. Like, only for, I am going to support people that do OnlyFans. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I feel you, sorry for Leah's daughter. 
I mean, how embarrassing that you, oh, people God. know that your mum spreads her legs for a living and gets paid ten dollars for it. Well, I know. What I if, know. Like, some, what I if know a guy? Some... What if a guy in her school bought the picture and like stuck it around the classroom? All right, hey. Mona. All right. You sound very singerish now. <laughs> I don't care about all that. I don't really care. I think her kid's probably of an age now where she knows who her mum is. You know. Yeah, it's, but it's still embarrassing. Like, well, it's a, it, the like thing is, it's, the thing is, it's. I know it sounds weird. The whole OnlyFans movement. It's a whole. It makes money. It makes money. Makes Just money, like, but it's still an embarrassing career that your parents choose if have. I mean. Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm, I mean, it's I'm, not very, I'm very. Se- I'm, I'm sorry, very. But... I'm very sex positive. I'm not gonna. I think. I know this sounds terrible. If she was committed to it, I know this sounds weird, Freddie. But in my head, it's a business. If you turn your body into your business, then unfortunately, and if you're built and you like what we were saying about people who become bloggers and make their money from the housewife stuff, yeah, yeah. you have to consciously make a decision that this is going to become your life and this is how you make your money yeah yeah so if you're no good at OnlyFans, it's because you're ultimately not committed or don't realize what it takes to brand market make content stop people unsubscribing because the money is made that they subscribe and then they get in your dms and you they pay you more money for more content more one-on-one stuff it's because you become a escort yeah it's mm. not that the photo for $10 makes any money. It's the guy that messages you and goes, hey, I've bought a photo. And then you go, hi, darling, do you want a one-on-one chat with me? Yeah? Yeah. And then that, and then they hope that that guy or that whoever's DMing them is, is going to spend $200. He's then going to say, I'm going to give you a grand. I'm going to give you two grand. I want a night with you. I'm going to pay you this. That's where the money is in OnlyFans. The collaboration, the videos, the pictures is part of it. If you look at OnlyFans creators, they'll go, I'm online for this one. I, I will talk to you on the OnlyFans platform. Do you see what I mean? And then they, yeah. that, that's how they make their money. And like the reason I think what we're saying there is if she hasn't made a lot of money from doing it, it's because ultimately she just did it as a cash grab and she's not committed to it if that makes sense no but my question was do you believe she earns more do you believe what she said is that she earns more on only fans than housewives well i don't know i'd need to look at her how many followers she's got on only fans and then we would need to kind of work it out i think if you've oh god i don't know how we've gone to only fans liam mcsweeney let me quickly because <laughs> it's possible i have friends that are on it and some of them make money and some of them do not make a lot of money but that's because it's graft you've got it it's grafting you know what i mean yeah uh but i know people that make money because they end up with regulars and let's see i mean so hold on Oh, yeah, that's on. what Larsa was saying with hers is it's like you've got that she had like regular people that paid for pictures. Well, she's got rid of it now, hasn't she? Well, her, her OnlyFans is no longer marked in. Um, Yeah, her OnlyFans is no longer noted in her bio. She's got married to the mob NY happy place brand, the Leah McSweeney show 
and Club Pillar. And then she's got her Liam McSweeney official. Mm-hmm. Uh, exclusive content, uh, which is locked. What is that? And that takes you to OnlyFans, right? Okay. Exotic and neurotic. Uh, she's done 82 posts. Oh, God. Guess what? You know who it was? It's Drea Matteo from Sopranos. It was in. Only, she's done a scene with her. Wait, she's done a collab with Leah. Drea, right? Drea Diamato. She was yeah. on Sopranos, and she did one season of Desperate Housewives. You didn't watch Desperate Housewives, did you? Oh yes, and she was. Yeah, and she was Angie. But uh, Angie Bolan. Yes. She, she was the, the she's Italian, joined, she was she's the Italian joined, one. Yeah, yes, I remember. She joined, she's on OnlyFans. Leah did a collab with her on February the 14th. Tip me $25 if you want to watch. So you've already got to be subscribed, and then you need to pay $25 to watch that scene. Um, She's got an Amazon wish list, and then she's got a thing on there. It's $10 a month. And then, so if you look here, subscribe flashback friday here's a leap year in your dms on wednesdays i wear pink to match my other set of lips <laughs> oh yeah I should mean, i, show, should I, I mean people the, must be yeah. thinking oh you dirty fuckhead <laughs> i don't know i guess they are but i best they're like that <laughs> Look, the whole point of it is they want to rub one out now what's interesting here okay let me go through the likes now, this is an indication. Okay, her likes on her posts are not going over 25. Mm. And then she's got 30 likes. So 38 likes. Who wants some cake? 44, 54 likes, 49. So I am telling you that that level of likes on a post does not indicate a lot of interaction of fans. So, so, so you would do, if you've through, done a post yeah. and if you do a post, you've got OnlyFans and you post that you've you're you you know you've got your tits out, or you're rubbing one out, or your finger in your bum hole, or you're you're shagging someone. If there are thousands of likes on the post, then that person is cash making money, money. Yeah, yeah? like yeah, seven grand a week, up to five grand a week, whatever. Then you add on to that drop me a message then the guy messages and says i want a one-on-one video call with you oh my god my dog is being a pest like you know yes it all makes me merlin stop it um stop it uh yeah it all comes into play you know but if you're posting your your norks and you've got 15 likes on it i can't imagine no she's making more money than so that's mm. the answer to your question after we just went around the houses there on a journey of Leo McSweeney's What own. an answer. Well, I'm sure everyone else will be interested to know that too. Please subscribe to Leo McSweeney's titty cup, titty, titty, titty. titty. Yeah, well, she'll need it to help fund our legal bills. Yeah, okay. Well, that's the thing, by the way. With all these law, law, law we're going to end on this. Oh my god, my dog is I think my dog's hungry. Um with all of these law lawsuits, who's paying the legal fees? What happens if they lose all of these people? Raquel, Brandy, Leah, what is it that they actually want them to go to trial or are they pushing NBC to just 
pay them all off. Is that what they want? Is that what they do? It's a, it's a push to make the network go, we want this to go away. We're going to write you a check, drop the charges. We never want to hear from you again. I think, I certainly think that's what Leah and uh, Brandy want. Mm. I mean, I think if, I think if, if Bravo and NBC said, said, hey, we'll pay you $5 million each now, you know, stop, like, now leave us alone, they'd, they'd fuck off. I think. Yeah, Bethany. Yeah, Bethany's not really saying much about it. Bethany's like, I'm no longer doing a podcast on it anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bethany. I think she's a mess. She's all over the place. Bethany thought she was bigger than the Housewives brand. She thought that she'd be able to do all these shows. It'd be twice as big as Housewives, and of course, that wasn't the reality. And yeah, she's. Yeah. And then so she had to actually, what did she have to do? She had to go back to talking about housewives to get people to be interested in her. Then she did the reality reckoning to get herself back in the press more. Yeah. God. And now she's not suing Bravo or anyone, but she's just convincing other people to sue them. Mm. Well, let's watch this space thank you for listening to this episode i don't know how long we've been talking about it but hey it was five lawsuits you need to know um thanks for listening freddie it was an absolute pleasure thank you for coming on and breaking this down in ways that i could not possibly fathom to do because i obviously come from a more the more emotional aspect of it i think out of the five that we talked about i think erica's really the interesting one but more because of our vested interest in how they try and avoid us knowing uh, how Beverly Hills likes to gaslight the whole audience, even though we know that everything we're watching is half not true. Uh, So, yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. And where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on uh, yeah you can find me on Instagram at reality.diamond and you can also follow me on my YouTube channel at reality.diamond yes and yeah and follow follow uh, Freddie's YouTube channel and just to do the notification button because you do go live yeah. randomly don't you it's I do random. randomly I'm, I'm not a, I'm not regular so I'm not you know I'm not your every week a type thing or you know it's yeah. when I have the time which unfortunately has been rarely for a while but yeah. hopefully we'll get be able to do more soon yeah who knows we'll see what happens when we'll see New more Jer- yeah maybe New Jersey will give us plenty of content to cover but we'll uh, from what i'm hearing it's unlikely yeah i don't think so yeah i think yeah we're gonna have a, it's been a crappy year for housewives right, it Freddie, really has yeah it has right well say goodbye bye everyone and bye Thank everyone thanks me. for listening bye.